you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. It doesn't get any more official than that, folks. When you hear the opera singer delivering the uh, that we hired last week, delivering the uh, Chris Voss Show intro line, you know that you have begun the Chris Voss Show Glow program. It's the Glow program where you get the Chris Voss Show Glow. You come on here for 15 years. We've been bringing you the most smartest people, the billionaires, the astronauts, the White House advisors, the Pulitzer Prize winners, the authors, all the latest crazy books and mind stuff that you can ever want to consume. What is it? Three to four shows a day, 15 to 20 shows a week. And you know what you come out with? The Chris Foss Show Glow. It's this mm-hmm. R that comes off of you. And people just go, my God, you seem to be smarter than ever before. And you just know everything. And you're like, I listen to the Chris Foss Show. So there you go. As always, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Share the love because the Chris Foss Show family loves you but doesn't judge you. So share it. Why would you hoard something like that? Gosh, what's wrong with you? No, I don't do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, folks, refer the show. Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, Chris Foss uh, on TikTok, and Chris Foss one on TikTok, and the LinkedIn, LinkedIn newsletter. Subscribe that as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about health today. Health is really important last time I checked. And I learned that the hard way, becoming 55, and my body saying, you know what? We're not dealing with you anymore. Uh, we've had enough of you and you're, uh, drinking and boozing and, and, uh, eating and, and just all the stuff that you've been doing for 50 years. We're not doing any of that more with you. And so they gave me a uh, eviction notice and, uh, my liver and kidney and said, uh, we're out of here. If you don't shape up or ship out and make sure your check's clear. And, uh, so I've been working on that for the last uh, while. And we're going to be talking about that today with, uh, a young lady who is going to, help you understand how to live your life better and not be like me and probably put off all this stuff to your 50. <laughs> Don't do that, people. And take care of yourself when you're young. Like, seriously, you'll feel every, I feel like every drink I've ever had for 20 years uh, these days. Not really, but close enough. Some days, it depends on the day. Uh, Christine Boev uh, joins us on the show. She is a doctor, in fact. So, uh, as always, like I said, we bring you the smartest people. Uh, I'm going to ask her if this looks infected. That's my favorite doctor. (laughs) Just go up to him at parties and go, hey, doc, does this look infected? And they're like, I'm at a party. I'm trying to have a good time. Uh, Dr. Boev is a PhD prepared ICU nurse with extreme training her start, she has extreme extensive training, evidently, too. I'm just adding stuff to people's bios at this point. And experience with health, wellness, fitness, and anti-aging. Her areas of expertise include metabolic health, supplementation, and use of alternative therapies to enhance cellular health. Her goal is to be able to maintain her current aerobic condition, including handstand push-ups, when she's 120 years old. I thought that was pretty outstanding. Welcome to the show, doctor. How are you? I'm awesome, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. And I hope to bring some value to your audience and 
teach them something that they didn't know and how do we all stay more metabolically healthy as mm -hmm. we age? I think, you know, you and I are pretty close in age and when we can get a handle on that process and really just bring it to a screeching halt, we mm -hmm. are going to be able to live until we're 120 and we're going to be able to do all the things that we do right now mm -hmm. as long as we take some really sensible steps in the right direction. And I love that you've been talking about drinking because it, you know, I'm not a teetotaler, but you've got to be really thoughtful about what you put in your body because it will have long-term ramifications as you get older. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be talking about Omzepic? Uh, um, 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 Ozempic, yeah. Ozempic. So, mm -hmm. so right. Megalotide, Ozempic, we can talk about that as well. A lot of people are using that as a way to try to lose weight. And mm -hmm. again, there's, you know, there's trade-offs with everything. So we can get into that for sure. There you go. Uh, so give us a .com. Where can people find you on the interwebs, follow your work, get to know yeah. you better? The best, the best place to get to know me is on Instagram at Dr. Christine Boev. I'm also on LinkedIn at Christine Boev, and I'm very active in all of those spaces. So feel free to send me a direct message. I love to interact and just bring value to help people live a better life. And on your Instagram, you're showing people moves to make, exercises to do, giving them tips, and people can tune in and see how to you know, work out and everything. You've got some uh, before and after uh, pictures as well. Uh, and so this is awesome. Uh, you can teach Thank people because people learn through video. I mean, that's how I, you know, anytime something's broken or I'm working on something, I go, mm -hmm. and I'm like, how's this working in? And then they show me and I'm like, ah, cool. I think it's the greatest way to instruction and plus inspire people as well. So you, you, uh, I believe you coach people, you help people, uh, give us like, uh, some of the work that you do for other people that, uh, people can take advantage of. Yeah, so I've been able to take my knowledge and expertise in healthcare and really translate that into the personal development world. And what I found is people need a lot of help and guidance in this perspective because there's so much information on there. I think a lot of people want to do the right thing in terms of optimizing their health and wellness. They're just lost. And yeah. so really investing in a good personal development coach is important so that you're not wasting a lot of time. I think, you know, in my journey, I got to my early 40s and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, is this the best you got? And the answer was definitely no. You know, I was definitely drinking too much. I was eating just crappy foods. And even though I thought I was athletic and exercising, I was doing all the wrong exercising. So a lot of us love to do mindless cardio on the elliptical. And truthfully, I believe that that's one of the reasons why I ended up storing so much fat and having such a higher percentage of body fat is because you're putting your body in this fight or flight state. We're releasing cortisol. Cortisol tells your your brain, right? Hey, you better store fat. We're we're in for a, a long winter. And so I never my body fat never changed. And so my wow. big focus is on macronutrients, specifically prioritizing protein because we are very protein deficient. And then for men, women, regardless of your age, you've got to do resistance training. You've got to pick up the weights. And I could really care less at this point when you get started, whether or not you do cardio. And mm. so those are like the starting points. And then we really work with your mindset because a lot of us too, we get in our own head 
the biggest obstacle tends to be the person in the mirror. And so really helping people from that standpoint, it's been very, very successful. And I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Plus, uh, the great thing about a coach is having an accountability partner. Mm, absolutely. Um, you know, I learned that when I wrote my book, people, you know, having a, a team around you that, you know, you, I was actually competing with several other good people uh, for their books. And, you know, we just try and write an hour a day. And then it just caught fire after we got enough on the page. But uh, having accountability where you're like, I got to check in. I used, uh, when I first started going back to the gym, uh, about was about two or three years ago. Um, you know, I'd never gone to the gym daily in my life for more than a week at a time. And when I started going back to the gym, I started using Facebook. And I would mm -hmm. post my, uh, yeah, hey, I'm at the gym, you know, do the whole location thing and stuff. And I would use that as my accountability program. And... You know, then uh, there's when you play that mind game, like you mentioned earlier with yourself and you, you know, you do the negotiation where you're like, well, you know, I'll, I'll eat a pizza today and mm -hmm. I'll make up for it tomorrow on the treadmill. Uh, and then you don't. Uh, but you do eat the pizza. Uh, you know, the, you need an accountability partner and knowing that the next day somebody's going to be talking to you going, oh, so what you eat yesterday? Uh, you know, makes all the difference in the world. Now, I, I've seen a lot of my friends getting on Ozempic. Mm -hmm. and uh different variations i guess of, of zempic and it's kind of becoming like quite the thing uh and and i'm i'm suspicious of using a drug to uh lose weight uh what are your thoughts on the uh risks versus the benefits of considering some of these variations yeah so i always take the philosophy that there is no magic pill to weight loss Mm -hmm. And for some people who are morbidly obese and about to drop dead, then Ozempic may be a good option for those people. However, what happens, Chris, and you guys need to be really careful about this, is when you start taking these medications, basically what they do is they slow down digestion. So as the food moves through your digestive tract, it moves more slowly. So you feel really full and that's lovely. Mm -hmm. However, the studies at this point have shown that majority, the majority of the weight loss is coming from muscle loss. Yeah. And as you get older, guys, it is very difficult to put on muscle. And so the last thing you want to do is take a medication where maybe the scale is moving, but you are losing muscle mass. And muscle mass is the key to longevity. If you want to live a good life and you want to have good quality and you want to be able to move and get up and down on the floor, then you better prioritize building muscle mass versus taking a medication that, yeah, you're going to look different. Your clothes are going to be, you know, feel better, but you've got to lose body fat. And in my opinion, Ozempic is not the way to do that. Wow. Yeah, it's it just kind of. I mean, I think it's good for diabetics. I I have some friends that have the the, the really bad diabetes because they you know they have some damage that uh, things don't work right with their pancreas or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and so it really helps them. But I think if you're normal, you know, like a lot of these things can be corrected through intermittent fasting, just eating well. It's kind of funny what people will do where they just they're like, I don't want to stop eating the pizza. Give me a pill. Well, it's an injection. <laughs> Right. So yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to eat whatever I want and I'm going to inject myself once a week with a medication. And the other problem that your listeners need to understand is when you stop taking the medication, 
your hunger is going to go back to normal mm. and you're going to put all that weight back on. So the smart thing to do would be to work with your doctor, take the medication, but work with a coach so that you are in the gym, lifting weights and really prioritizing protein and putting the muscle on. Mm. That would be like, you know, if you're like a 500 pounder, right? You, you should be working with your doctor anyway, but you've got to get in the gym. You've got to pick up the heavy weights, men, women, you both need to be really strength training and, you know, really challenging yourself. Don't baby it. And, you know, you see people doing this and I'm like, what are you doing? And, you know, working with somebody who has some knowledge in the health and fitness space, because for me, we're all busy. I need to be efficient. Give me the most efficient workout so that I can maximize, you know, my time and my results. That's really what I'm looking for. It makes all the difference in the world. I mean, you know, you've got to eat right. You know, I often joke, I'm like, hey, you want to lose weight? Yeah, sure. Quit putting stuff in your pie hole. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we eat for a winter that never comes. And, uh, you know, it, it, I do intermittent fasting most every day unless I'm a little off. Sometimes I'm, I'm a little off or I haven't got enough sleep. But uh, I wake up in the morning. I have a coffee, black, no sugar, uh, about as black as my soul. And uh, I order nice coffee, so I'm not drinking that that sugary Starbucks crap. Don't do that, people. Oh God, no! It's awful, nasty. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, in fact, I order a lot of them off of uh, CoffeeReview.com. We'll give them a free plug. Yeah. Uh, and so I buy, you know, more, uh, coffee that's rated like 94, or whatever, espresso, whatever, without milk. And uh, then I drink water throughout the day uh, as far as I can I uh, once I start getting hunger pains I have a little uh, I have a tablespoon or two of uh, apple cider vinegar mm -hmm. and it's kind of interesting that'll take your pains away and most people don't realize too a lot of people you know they don't hydrate well they don't drink enough water and so sometimes when you're hungry it's not that you're really hungry it's your body just wants some some water some yeah. stuff and then uh then once i go i don't know an hour or two more after that i'll start getting you know some pangs in my stomach for stuff or uh, then i'll have some lemons some lemon mm. water mm -hmm. and uh you can really extend it there's some rock salt that i uh i'll suck on every now and then uh that comes with it's got minerals in it. it's from one of these old you know hundred thousand year old rock salt places around here and you'd be surprised like i just really don't need to eat and you feel so much better when you clean all the food out of your system you don't realize how much energy you're just dealing with with your body just to digest and eat all the crap you eat every day well and also you're optimizing your cellular health because when you do intermittent fasting you are encouraging autophagy which is the mm. recycling of the the bad cells from the good cells mm. but one of the things that you mentioned was the hunger pains most people in the United States have never actually been hungry, right? But our society refuses to be uncomfortable. So the minute that we are faced with any sort of discomfort, we're like, oh, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to peel over and pass out. No, actually you're not drink some water. I love the strategy of the apple cider vinegar because it's a great digestive, mm -hmm. right? And really allow your digestive system to rest, allow your cells to go through that process of cleaning. Mm -hmm. And that's why you feel better. That's why you have more energy. And then when you do eat, eat something that is balanced and sensible. Yeah. Right? Don't go for the pizza. 
No. And then I'm assuming you feel better, right? When you're fasting. Is that fair? And I do it every day. I don't do this. I, I, I can't do this. You know, these people that do these diets where, I don't know, you may have a different opinion than I do, but I'm not a fan of the cheat days. Mm. Um, it's just, it's just too much BS. So I train intermittent fast every day. It's not a fast. It's not a, like a, we're doing this for two months. This is a lifestyle. Absolutely. And I've been doing it for years and you know, I'm not perfect. Uh, you know, some days I, I just don't feel like doing it and I go, you know, fuck it. And, but what I do shove in my pie hole is like a salad. Like I buy salads from local farms. Uh, you know, sometimes I meet, I might eat one of their nice cookies they make over there, but, uh, I, I try and eat well as I possibly can. And then I just try and go as far as I can. I don't really make it like a law or anything. I just kind of start eating when I feel like eating. Um, you know, sometimes I've tried to do 20 or 24 hour fast, but, uh, the consistent thing is just make it a lifestyle, eat right, go to the gym, work out, take care of your health. You know, it's interesting. You talked about protein balance. That's something I've been trying to dial in lately with myself and, and intermittent fasting. I, I was thinking that, you know, with intermittent fasting, I was really leaning myself out for protein and I don't think getting a protein in during my time of eating. Um, what are some of your thoughts on that? I mean, there, I guess there's a basic amount people need to eat of protein a day. Yeah. So I think when you do fast, it's a, you have to be really strategic in terms mm-hmm. of getting your protein in. So you should shoot for one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. So if you have access to maybe an in-body scale, it does an analysis of your fat versus muscle versus bone versus fluid. It'll give you a calculation of your true lean body mass, but I don't know how much you weigh, but you're, you know, you're looking at a decent amount of protein in a compressed feeding window. So you just have to be strategic. And also your, the size of your stomach is smaller because you're not stretching and expanding as much. Mm -hmm. So you might want to think about getting in addition to like whole food sources, so I love collagen protein in yeah. my drinks. You know, there's a lot of ways to sneak it in so mm-hmm. that you are because Chris, we all need to build muscle and yeah. protein is the foundation of putting some muscle on our body, on our skeletal muscle system. And that's going to be the key to longevity so that you and I can meet again when I'm 120 mm-hmm. and, and just be cognitively on top of things and feeling really good. Does that mean I'll be 140 and I'll have to be the host when you're 120? Oh. I'm actually only about five years younger than you, so we're oh, good. We, well, we got we got a lot of good years ahead. I was of trying us. to give you a buffer there. You should have ran. I me. know. I'm okay. I'm I'm totally fine with me. I mean, you 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 look like you're about 30 the way you're going. You're kicking oh, ass. I love names. you. I love um, you. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, hopefully I'll look. I'll show a bikini too. Um, for you the should thing. a nice um, speedo. Yeah, I'm thinking. You ever seen that uh, that one horror TV show, Tales from the Crypt? And there's that <laughs> there's that guy they prop up. He's like, ah, he's like been dead for 500 years. That's probably what I'm going to look like in the chair as the host. I don't know. I think we could probably fix that. As long as but I'm I, still funny, that's all that matters. I mean, you're de- you're definitely still going to be funny. But I also wanted to go back to what you mentioned about it's not it's not the outcome, but it's really being obsessed with the process. Mm. People focus way too much on like, okay, what is my goal? What am I trying to do? Well, you're trying to live a long life, right? I'm trying to not break a hip or a knee but become really obsessed with the process and of working out and meditating and eating bright and, you know, doing your cold plunge and your sauna and all of that stuff. 
be obsessed with that. People are just way too focused on the outcome and then they quit. They're like, oh, I got to my goal. Now I'm going to go back to my shitty lifestyle. And it just makes zero sense. <laughs> and they put all the weight right back they on. They put it back on. It's, yeah. it's insane. Or, or I love, like I said, hearing about people's cheat dates. Cheat, cheat, right. uh, cheat, yeah, cheat day, cheat day. Cheat um, day. they, they <laughs> you're like, so what? Uh, uh, so you starve yourself all week, eh? What'd you do on your cheat day? Oh, we went to the buffet, right? And I ate like you know, five, five, five thousand calories, and you know, we just we just wrecked it. And you're like, your body is just like going, What the fuck are you doing to me? Ooh, your um, body hates you, <laughs> your body hates you. Uh, you know, you talked about collagen, which is an interesting thing. I didn't start uh, dealing in taking lots of collagen stuff till I think about a year ago. And I started supplementing my diet with the uh, collagen and, and I believe copper you have to take with it, don't mm -hmm. you? I to get copper. it mixed well. And then I just started something recently with my journey that I've been going on. We talked about the pro, uh, we talked about taking protein, but also. Uh, collagen type protein. I recently bought Naked's uh, NakedNutrition.com is one of the people I love. They're going to get a free plug, and we reviewed them yeah. on the show. But I buy like all their products, uh, so uh, they owe me a check. Naked, mm -hmm. um, but NakedNutrition.com they have a naked bone broth, mm. <clears throat> and one of the reasons I love their products is they're just the basics. There's not a bunch of junk in them. They're clean as hell. Um, they're just the basics of what you need. Everything's exposed and how they do stuff. It's not like you don't read the label and there's like, what is all this other, you know, crap that's in here. But I recently started taking bone broth and I think bone broth protein is good for you because the collagen, is that true? Right. So collagen exists in your bone, your tendons, your cartilage. And so when you make a nice organic bone broth, you're getting the protein and the collagen together. So I would I would alert people to be careful of the quality of the collagen. You you don't want to get some cheap, you know, version. I like to get it from grass-fed cows and just a really high quality collagen. But you've probably noticed that when you start taking it, like your beard is very lush, your hair, your skin, your nails really kind of glows when you take mm -hmm. collagen and it is the building block for all of your muscles, your tendons, your joints. And so it's a great protein source. If you're not taking collagen, you definitely should at least think about it. Yeah. Women should definitely take it too. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they have long hair and they like all their nails and everything mm -hmm. to be pretty. Um, I don't, I, I think I notice it. Is there too much collagen you can take in a day? Uh, or not should really, you be taking a certain really. amount? Typically mm. one serving is about 18 grams of protein and it's got your mm. full complement of your 20 amino acids. Mm. And unless you have, now here's your asterisk, unless you have kidney disease, right? Oh. If you have kidney disease, then it's harder for your body to process all of that protein. But if mm. you have healthy functioning kidneys, got a good blood pressure, then you should be fine. I typically take two servings a day, which is about 36 grams of protein from collagen a day. My goal per day is about 140 grams of protein. Hmm. So I get, you know, about, I don't know, a little 20% of that is from collagen. And you can tell the difference. Your skin is glowy, your hair, your nails, you know, everything just kind of flows better. Some of my clients say they have less joint pain when they are being strict with their collagen. 
So mm. for you with your intermittent fasting, the bone broth is an excellent choice because then you're getting the protein mm -hmm. and the collagen and you know all of those delicious, nutritious elements that aren't going to tax your digestive system. There you go. I take a, I, I actually mix it up. So I don't know if this is good or not. Um, but I, I recently started that, that, uh, uh, beef protein, uh, collagen stuff. Now I, I do take a straight collagen too, on top of that, mm -hmm. I usually mix throughout the day. Um, I'm kind of mixing a few different things. One of my problems is I have lactose intolerance. Mm. And if you want to find out what a body does when it puts nuclear waste inside of it, um, give me milk. Uh, or at least, you know, A1 milk. Uh, I've learned, I've since found out about A2 milk and, and been loving it. But unfortunately, a lot of products are made with A1 milk, mm -hmm. um, which has a lot of lactose. So I had to switch to goat protein. So I take goat milk mm -hmm. protein. And then I also have um, a seed protein that I take. And uh, that has a lot of the healthy seeds that you need to take as well. Mm -hmm. And then there's another protein I'm taking, uh, which is an egg protein. Mm. Um, and so I actually take all four throughout the day. So there's like a variant I'm feeding myself. I tried pea protein, but I don't know, man. I don't know if that really does anything. Yeah. That's, you know, our friends that are vegans, they, they really have to rely on the pea protein. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you're getting a decent amount of protein throughout the day from different sources. A lot of people don't do well with lactose. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if you're taking in lactose and you're noticing you're bloated, you're gassy, your skin starts to break out, those are just clear signs that it's not agreeing with you and you should try to mm -hmm. go for alternative sources of fuel. Yeah, you really need to manage. You really need to manage your gut health too. That's oh. another important thing with losing weight. Do you want to talk about that? Gut, yeah. How important gut? Health? And if you piss off your bowel system with with lactose, or <laughs> you know other things you're eating that are really bad for you. You know, you go to McDonald's, you come back, and you wonder why your gut hurts. It's trying to tell you something. Absolutely. So I am. I've become obsessed with gut health and your gut microbiome because it is the center of your immunity. I, I don't normally get sick and I feel like that's because I'm really purposeful in feeding and fertilizing my gut with what it needs. I use a product called Viome, B-I-O-M-E. I don't know if you've tried this. I highly recommend it. You send off a little sample of your stool. They will tell you everything that is inside of your microbiome and then you're gonna get a list of here are the foods that will are like your superpower foods and here are your kryptonite foods. And so mm. unfortunately, one of my kryptonite foods is coffee and I like coffee. Really? So, yeah, oh, I know, man. isn't that crazy? But everybody's different. Like yours, Chris, would be totally different than mine in terms of the foods that I should eat, like raspberries, apricots are all on the top of my list. But then there's things like lobster and coffee that I, I really should avoid. Now, I'll be honest, I still drink coffee because I just like it that much. It's coffee, um, damn it. You can't. Uh, that's, a, that's the so source of life right there. Good. People and die if I don't have coffee. Yeah. And then there's certain <laughs> like supplements that you can take to grow your gut. So polyphenols, yeah. green tea, curcumin, resveratrol, and but everybody's different. So that's a great way to get a profile of like what's going on in your gut. What does it need to really be healthy? And how can you try to up your immunity? Because nobody wants to be sick right now. And does it tell you, does it give you feedback on testosterone or estrogen for men and women? No, that would be a blood test, which I strongly recommend. Again, if regardless of your age, men's testosterone starts to de 
decrease when you're 30. So you need to figure out what that's supposed to look like. But I get my labs comprehensively drawn every six months. Really? And oh, yeah. And I look up. You're looking good and holding up well. Well, thank you. But like the minute I start to look look like I'm going into menopause or perimenopause, I am going to start hormone replacement. I have no interest in dealing with any of that. Mm. And you do that under the supervision of a physician. But, you know, testosterone replacement for men shouldn't be this taboo subject. There's no reason why you shouldn't explore how do you optimize your testosterone levels so that you live longer. Yes, yes. And I've been, we, you know, we, there's a lot of stuff we've been doing on the show. Uh, we learned about estrogenics. That's one of the books mm-hmm. I always recommend that's on the show. Uh, taking, you know, all these parabens and different things, these, yes. these uh, estrogenics uh, that are in our soaps and everything else. Um, you know, I went to this, I, I, you know, thank God I have people like you on the show that, that to give me a front row seat and our audience, a front row seat, people refer to show to your family, friends, relatives. Um, the, uh, and I learned so much stuff. And so I started switching out my, uh, soaps and detergents to, uh, non parabens. And there's a few other estrogenics that are in it. And, uh, if you want to see the show, folks search estrogenics on Chris Voss show search bar. Um, and I, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I'm always kind of skeptical. I'm a skeptic. Uh, I was raised in a cult, so I'm kind of skeptic <laughs> about everything. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, okay, parabens. And I didn't understand. I, 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 would, I was taking my old shampoos and my old soaps. And, uh, oh, and so I put them aside for a while, and I used the new soaps that were recommended without the estrogenics in it. And then I ran out. Like, I think I ran out of my shampoo. And I was like, oh, crap. And for some reason, it wasn't available quite, you know, exactly when you need it on Amazon. It's going to take an extra day. And I'm like, well, I got these old soaps here and these these shampoos. I'll just use that. I felt like someone had taken my hands and my skin and dipped it into wax. Mm. Ever had that feeling? And you pull it out and, you know, you're encased in wax. Uh, That's what it felt like. And I was like, my hair was all greasy and I was like, what the hell did I just do? And that's what all those parabens and wax and because a lot of it's wax. Like, you know, people don't even realize that like the those dryer sheets you throw in the dryer, mm-hmm. all they do is they just wax your clothes. They don't make them softer. They just feel softer because they put a wax on your clothes. So you're just rubbing wax all over yourself. And I wash my hands and arms about four or five different times and I could not get it off. It was mm-hmm. insane. And that's when I learned, I'm like, holy crap, this, this stuff does make a difference in what you're doing. But yeah, testosterone, estrogen for women is really important as well. But I take a bunch of supplements that are supposed to jack up my testosterone. I take some different things like pomegranate and other things that are supposed to jack me up. Uh, I've got to go have my testosterone check. I think we're going to do that this week or next. Um, cause I want to make sure it's high, even though of everything I've been doing, yeah, but yeah, you're, you're fall off the cliff. And I think, well, I think a lot of people ignore it when they hit menopause or they hit my age as men, they ignore it. I can ride this out. Right. Well, they accept <clears> that like, this is what happens when you get old mm-hmm. and I, I reject that. I don't feel like you have to decline as you get older. There's so much good science now, and there's so many strategies that we can use to really resist aging at every turn. So optimizing your hormones is one thing. And going back to the parabens, especially if you're a man, if you are 
allowing your body to come in contact with these parabens, you know, yeah, the waxy thing is one thing, but also you're going to end up with man boobs and you're going to have trouble having an erection. And so why would you want to live like that? Like when you're 120, you should be in excellent sexual health as well as physical health. Otherwise, what's yeah. the point of staying alive? Yeah. Man boobs aren't fun. Boobs. Nobody wants I mean, I've lost, I've lost a hundred pounds and, um, you know, when, when you can meet women and be like, I got bigger boobs than you, it's not cool. It's not no. a cool man thing. No, not at all. Uh, plus, you know, you, you want everything to work out in the, in the bottom half there. Now that I'm, I'm 55, I'm starting to, for some reason, I'm hitting this dating period where I, you know, I can date young and the kind of the rule for men is you half your age and add seven years. Um, that seems to be a good flow for me. And and thank God I, I, I kind of changed all my stuff, but there seems to be this thing going on where I have older women hitting on me, mm. and I kind of get it because you know I mean do you want to date the guy who plays shuffleboard all day and cha has to change the diaper? Or do you want to date me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a mean joke, Chris. Uh, and, but I get it, you know. Plus, you know, I look like Brad Pitt and George Clooney combined, uh, but. Uh, uh, you know, making sure those pumps work and all that, all yeah. that uh, lower stuff evidently is like a thing for women. Like that's one of the things they want you know, to get older. They're like, do you need Viagra? And do you need, you know, is the, is the, uh, is all the uh, toys, bells and whistles working? Yeah. And it's really important to me. I watch my dad suffer um, younger with prostate cancer or you know, well, prostate problems. He needed to go get the surgery done and he wouldn't get it done. Uh, and, and I think he lived his life a little bit different than mine. And so, uh, he had, I mean, he was having massive issues at my age and I've been really lucky that my, I, my, I haven't had any problems so far, knock on wood, but yeah, this is something people need to work about. You know, if you're, if your gut health is in place, your body health is in place, you know, it's kind of funny how all that stuff, you know, you do legs. That helps generate testosterone. So yeah. testosterone oh, yeah. is low. Do, do women have to do exercises to generate estrogen like men Not, do? No, but testosterone is <laughs> really important for women as well. Mm. So I get my total and free testosterone monitored along with all of my other estrogen labs and progesterone mm -hmm. because you can't put on muscle as a woman if you don't have testosterone as well so it's yeah. just as important we don't talk about it as much mm -hmm. for women but it's just as important so when you next week get your testosterone checked make sure you get your free and your total and mm -hmm. then like really think about ways to optimize because like you said a good leg workout like don't squat before you get your labs checked because they'll be elevated falsely oh. but oh yeah don't do that um but yeah you really you really want to think about that and back to the sexual health part, mm -hmm. you've got to feel comfortable talking about sexual function and, yeah. you know, as you're dating. Now, did you make up this half of your age plus seven? I've never heard that before. No, no, it's actually fairly it's a thing. Yeah, it's a oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's Interesting. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, so you want to be able to have those conversations because if you're impotent, you might not yeah. be a, a great a great guy to date, right? Yeah. Well, women date up, and so they'll date yeah. up usually five to ten years. Men date down uh, normally. I mean, there's exceptions to the rule. I mean, if you find something you like and, and age doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, men date down. Uh, you know, I learned this in uh, junior high when I was trying to date all the <laughs> all the uh, juniors and sophomores, and they're like, "Nope, we only date we only date the seniors. They have cars. 
Um, Unless you're Cher. I think she's like 70 and her boyfriend's 30, which God bless her. Yeah, that's kind of a reverse money thing. Interesting, uh, uh, right? Reverse real money thing, yeah. yeah. She's she's going to date guys who want money. It's kind of like Britney Spears. Bless mm. her heart. She, you know, she's stuck with these kind of uh, loser, uh, grifter dudes. Um, wow. But uh, if you have money, that's what's going to happen. You get grifters. Yeah. Um, but uh, so... So men date down, you know, we can date down 10, 15 years. We, we like femininity. So that's mm -hmm. kind of our, that's our operative that we are after in our, in our bio. Um, it's just something we, we like. So we like youth, we like, uh, uh, femininity. Um, and it's, uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting to me in talking to some of my, uh, gal pals who are older and how one of the things they have to ask on first dates or, you know, try and try and, you know, sly out of people is, uh, uh, it passively is, is, uh, you know, does the plumbing work? And really that's one of the things that like, uh, it's one of your things. So I've been sitting around going, Hey, I need to make sure and, you know, get the testosterone, right. Get the diet, right. Get the, lose the weight, get the health, right. Work out because, uh, you know, I want to be able to, you know, be cruising for a bruise in the rest home, be dating everybody there at the rest home when I'm 80 or when I'm 120, you know, 120. so you come back on the show. And blood pressure, right? You need to make sure that your blood pressure <laughs> is optimized so that you've got good blood flow to all your organs. Yeah, that's probably important too. Oh, you got to get blood there. I, I've been lucky. I, I haven't had to ever take the Viagra. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm just, I'm dreading the day when I might have to take the Viagra. But, you know uh, what, though? I think it's okay. I don't think, you know, there's some, again, there's so much stigma around testosterone and Viagra yeah. and all the other <laughs> ones, but it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. As long as you can have a healthy sexual relationship, who cares if you need to take a, a pill before you have sex? I That's don't, true. I just don't think it matters. I wouldn't mm. care. Yeah, there you go. So uh, now you, you talk about uh, lipid panels. Is that what we mentioned before with the Viome? Is that, is that no. the same thing? Okay, so, so what Viome, is that? Yep, so Viome is stool. So you okay. send a stool sample off and they examine that. Your lipid panels are is your cholesterol, your HDL, your LDL. And the one that you really want to look at is your apolipoprotein B. And mm. that is an assessment of the amount of atherosclerotic plaque in your arteries. Because what we've plaque. found is your total cholesterol isn't really a great measure of how much plaque is inside of your arteries, more so than your apolipoprotein B. They just call it ApoB. Mm. Make sure that when you get your labs done that that gets checked along with everything else because LDL and HDL, it's, it's very old science and it doesn't give you a great measure of what's going on with your cardiovascular health. So mm. Your HDL tends to be higher. That's your high-density lipoprotein. If you're very active, if you're very athletic, they they call it the good the good cholesterol, which is kind of a misnomer. Mm. And it, the higher, the better, right? And then mm. you've got your LDL, your low-density lipoproteins, which they call that the bad cholesterol. It's actually not bad. You need cholesterol is the foundation of all your hormones. So you've got to have it. Mm. Um, and then there's different kinds of LDLs that we don't test for. So check your ApoB, make sure that that number is appropriate. Every lab range is going to be a little bit different, but I check mine every six months 
And, you know, I really work on that cardiovascular health, you know, monitoring your blood pressure, making sure that your cholesterol is acceptable. I take a lot of like fish oil and krill oil supplements. Mm. I when I talk to clients, I say it keeps your blood slippery, right? You want to keep, keep your blood nice and slippery. So is that, that what it does? Blood. Yeah, makes it's your blood slippery? slippery. Okay, yeah, all so right. You don't, you don't clot, so you don't end up with slippery a stroke. Blood. Yeah, nice slippery blood mm. is what what you're looking for. And so, like fish oil and krill oil are really easy ways to supplement and do that kind of thing. Don't slip on my blood, eh? That's right. Uh, that's that's what we say around here on Fridays when we bring, <laughs> when, when we get the axe out. I don't know what that means, people. I didn't do it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, these that's really interesting. I never thought of it that way. But yeah, uh, what about vitamin D? Is that important? Yeah. Is that something you recommend to your clients? Uh, getting a good vitamin D, either supplement or I actually started something. Uh, you mentioned you'd listen to some of the prior. Uh, uh episodes i actually started something when uh winter ended and spring ended this began this year uh where i go out every morning with my coffee and sit for 15 minutes uh out in the sun mm-hmm. and sometimes i take my shirt off if i feel like i need some extra uh, vitamin d juice and thankfully i have a fence so my neighbors don't call the police <laughs> uh and my dogs love it they you know they're like dad's outside with us uh so you know there's kind of some quality time they get there and sometimes i'll read like a stoicism uh, meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Uh, and so there's kind of a mindful peace thing going on too. It's kind of a little meditation, if you will, but getting that vitamin D and I, I kind of find that I really enjoy getting the sun vitamin D more than mm-hmm. I enjoy the supplements. Yeah. So I do both. I think going out in the sun in the morning is there's so many like good reasons to do that, but the, the sun rays that penetrate through your eyes, help with your circadian rhythm. So you're actually helping, yeah, you're helping your sleep cycles when you get up and get that sunlight first thing in the morning. But I live in Rochester, New York. So right now you can't even see the sun. It's covered by a thousand miles of clouds. So I do take a vitamin D supplement. I take it year round, but I also Mm -hmm. get my vitamin D levels checked every Mm -hmm. six months to, you know, make sure I'm not overdoing it. But Mm -hmm. I do a combination of vitamin A, D and K put together. And those are your fat soluble vitamins. And you know, they're really important for longevity. Vitamin D helps to regulate your mood. You know, we can talk about mental health and how that's all related to physical health and nutrition, but it's all connected. So check your vitamin D levels. But if you're in the Northeast or Canada or any place like that, like you really need to think about supplementing because you're probably not getting enough sunlight. Yeah. Uh, and, and some people don't take enough vitamin D either, or they don't take it with the K, right. which you really need to do to mix it, just like the collagen with the copper. Like mm-hmm. For a lot of times, I didn't know these were combinations you're supposed to have. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. What do you think about uh, – uh, I didn't I didn't really monitor this or deal with it, but one thing I was having was lots of problems between magnesium and mm-hmm. um, potassium. And I didn't realize you're supposed to be getting – almost 5,000 milligrams or grams or whatever uh, of potassium per day. Is that true? Mm. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's true. usually in milli potassium is usually in milli equivalents. Okay. I think we need to be really careful with potassium. I personally don't supplement with potassium because I it's, it, it's prevalent in so many of your foods, like your fruits, oh. your vegetables, bananas, tomatoes, fr- citrus fruits, right? You've got a lot of potassium there. 
-hmm. And potassium is the substance they inject people that are on death row. So mm. you've got to be cautious with potassium, and especially if your kidneys don't work well. You want to uh -huh. you want to kill somebody, give a renal failure patient potassium, and they're not going to survive. Oh, geez. Magnesium, however, is probably like if I had to pick one supplement that I could not live without, it's probably magnesium. Mm. And I take that every night um, for a couple reasons. There's different forms of magnesium. There's oxide, acetate, citrate, like you name it. There's a bunch of them. I take a combo and it helps you sleep. Mm. It's a central nervous system depressant. I've had some issues with heart palpitations. And so the magnesium oxide is what helps with that. Oh, really? And then it also helps keep you regular in terms of your bowel movement. You know, you've taken too much magnesium because you're going to end up with diarrhea. So you just will. So if you're constipated at all, like magnesium is a great supplement to take at night and you'll wake up, you'll have a nice bowel movement, you'll have good sleep and it just helps your whole central nervous system just kind of calm down awesome sauce yeah magnesium yeah. is i can't live without magnesium either um, if i don't get magnesium my whole bowel system dries up into yeah. uh, basically a load of dried concrete and it goes yeah have fun with that buddy yeah and it then you're gonna have hemorrhoids to push all that concrete uh, out you don't you're gonna have a mess down there chris yeah, well, I figured it, I figured it out, you know, I, it, it, it figured out, uh, uh, and I finally got my balance right. I have to take a, a certain amount in the morning, certain amount of night. I figured out a way to balance it so that my body seems to have a continuum. But man, if I go off it, if I skip things mm -hmm. or I'm like, did I take that today? And it actually sits like right by my desk because it's like yeah. first thing in the morning. There you go. Get in your, get in the body with the water. And, uh, so, you know, these are important. One thing you talk about is an ideal, uh, proportion of macronutrients mm -hmm. for clients. Uh, I know we're going long here, but there's That's a lot okay. of good stuff we're talking about. Yeah. What are macronutrients? And, um, is that in my Doritos? Yeah, sadly it is. Um, so yeah, <laughs> macronutrients are fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, the foundation of all, all of the fuel. I call it fuel because I think of myself as a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, and oh. I have got to put the best possible fuel inside of my body to make it run. Some people you know, think I of themselves as a Yugo. No, 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 no. We are exotic sports cars, right? And oh, so wow. we've got to really treat our bodies with the type of fuel that we need. So we all need to have more protein, all of us. We don't eat enough protein. And so, as I mentioned before, one gram per pound of lean body mass is a great starting point. And then carbs have been villainized for so long and it couldn't be more false. Carbohydrates do not make you fat processed foods, fake foods, high fructose corn syrup, that makes you fat. If you're eating out of a package or a bag or anything with a barcode, you need to really think about what you're eating, right? I, mean, I love that analogy. Don't eat out of anything that's a package or a yeah. bag that has a barcode. That yeah. sounds like a rule to live by. You should put it's, that on a shirt. I, I really should. Yeah. And then fats, you know, people love keto and all this other stuff. You don't need a ton of fat. Most of us have plenty of it. You know, mm. you've got your essential fatty acids that are required for nutrition. But if you focus on protein and good carbohydrate sources, so potatoes, rice, vegetables, and fruit, those mm. are your good carbs. You know, your your fruits taste sweeter when you're not getting your sugar from fake sources. Oh, and do. then 
you know, you just look at that. And so what I do with my clients is I say, all right, what is, what, what are your goals? What are we trying to achieve here? And most people it's lose fat, gain muscle. And then we do an analysis of your lean body mass. Okay. What proportions of fats, carbohydrates, and proteins are specific for you? Right. And how do you function? Mm -hmm. And then we make a plan based on that. And the nice thing about, you know, following macros, is there like you said there's no cheat days mm -hmm. you work your fuel into the parameters that you have and i always tell my clients if you have a special occasion coming up and your grandma's making homemade lasagna then is it worth it okay great it's worth it let's figure that out so in the daytime you're just really eating protein so that you've got those carbohydrates kind of saved for later so that this is a lifestyle. This isn't like a, a program or any of that. It's it's a lifestyle. And I also want to go back to this notion of, you know, cheat days. There's too many occasions, right? Yesterday, I don't know if you knew this was National Pasta Day. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, you got to yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm and pasta's fine, right? If it fits your macros. But there's always something. There's always an occasion. There's Thursday night football, Monday night every weekend and then your weekends start on Wednesday and they end on Sunday. And then you've got two days of the week to try to get your shit together. <laughs> like you've got to stop that whole notion of, Oh, but it's, you know, it's taco day or it's taco Tuesday. Well, it's, yeah, it's Tuesday. Eh? You got to do taco. You know, Tuesday, like, I don't a, care. That's a law, I think I'm pretty sure. Mm. But no, you're right. I mean, you, you, we have all these ways to distract ourselves and excuses. And, and uh, like I said, the, the, the easiest way I learned to do it with, with going to the gym and uh, also eating right is you just make a lifestyle. Quit fucking yeah. around. That's my, yeah. that's my shirt. Absolutely. That's my t-shirt. That's my hat. Quit fucking around. Just do it. And, you know, you, you've got to embrace the fact, too, that you're not 20 years old. You're not burning your fat, you know, like crazy. You're not putting out, mm -hmm. making all this collagen like people do when they're young. And right. it, it doesn't get better. Um it, you know, you're going to age more. Your body's going to slow down. This is just, it's going to happen. And so you've got to make it a lifestyle choice because uh, you, it will get better for you if you eat well. Right. You know, I, 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 I do so well right now. And, you know, one of my habits is I, I have a, I, I'm blessed to be in an area where we have farms and I, there's actually a really great one I discovered uh, that I've been living close to for a few years now. Uh, and it's literally four blocks from me. I go over there every morning. I went before the podcast and, uh, they have, they're a bio, um, <clears throat> they're a water farm, uh, bio, uh, engineer farm, whatever it's called. Basically they don't have, uh, some of the farm is outside, but they have a whole huge indoor farm for uh bio proponics it's proponics it's right on there. hydrophonics hydrophonics there you, go. there you go uh hydroponics hydrophonics uh but they have an indoor farm so it runs year round whether there's snow on the ground stuff like that and it's all it's all locally sourced foods it's all fresh off the vine if you will and i i gotta tell you man you eat some of their peaches or nectarines um all of their vegetables and and veggies that they have that you know even you know, the lettuce uh, and stuff that I get from them just looks so vibrant. Like you look at it and you go, oh, I want to eat this. I go and look at the lettuce and, and the greens of the store and I'm like, it looks like it's mm -hmm. dead. And it usually dies faster too when I bring it home than the stuff I buy at the farm. So I highly recommend, you know, you're, you, you want your body to love you. 
my body loves me more now than ever before and it still wants me to work on some things but um just eating right taking care of yourself exercising just makes all the difference well and i'll just add one more thing to that as you put more muscle on your frame you're increasing your metabolism so mm. instead of just accepting that your metabolism slows down as you get older if you combat that with adding skeletal muscle mass to your frame your metabolism isn't going to slow down if anything oh. you're just fueling better so really prioritizing putting muscle on is going to help you live longer i promise you Awesome sauce. I mean, it, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So uh, final thoughts and pitch as we go out, Christine, for people to sign up with you and uh, work with you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I'm really looking for people who are motivated and ready to change. You really have to be in the mindset that you're done living the way you've been living and you're ready to embrace just some sensible change and, and some tough love. I'm not, uh, I'm not a cupcake. I really do challenge my clients to work harder and to embrace being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if you do what I'm telling you to do, it's impossible not to see results. And there, there's nothing gimmicky about it. You just have to put the hard work in. And if you do that and follow a plan that is individualized to your goals, then you know, you're gonna be successful. It's exciting. I want people to live longer. I want people to be better. I'm sick of mediocrity. There you go. You know, and you're so right. And it, it helps to hire a professional. I wish looking back on all I've been on this journey now for all these years, I'd hired professionals. I, you know, it's been kind of a, it's been kind of hit and miss trying to figure stuff out sometimes the hard way and what works and doesn't. And, uh, you know, years ago when I started losing weight, I'd read, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Penn Jillette's book, um, and I think it was called Presto, where he lost 100 pounds. And I basically used his formula and then got mm -hmm. to know Cray Ray that he writes about in the book. And uh, But beyond that, you know, I thought it was so simple. And it, there's so much. It's very complicated what you have to go into. Like, if you were to come to my house and see my uh, diet vitamin supplement wall, it mm -hmm. literally is a freaking wall of yeah. supplements and and formulas and and everything i'm starting to feel like that guy who spends two million dollars a year and, listen yeah do what you gotta do and we didn't even talk about heat and cold therapy oh and really so many strategies that can just change your life yeah there you go uh so thank you very much for coming on the show we really appreciate it doc uh give us your dot coms one more time so people can find you on the interwebs and if you go to Instagram, it's at Dr. Christine Boev or LinkedIn, just Christine Boev. There you go. B-O-E-V. Very easy yes, to do people, for those of you listening in the audience. Uh, to my audience, thank you for tuning in. This is the stuff you learn. We've talked about so much great stuff. We could probably do three hours on the show. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, uh, you guys probably leave to go to the office eventually as you're driving the car. Uh, refer to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to goodreads.com, fortunatechrisfoss, linkedin.com, fortunatechrisfoss, youtube.com, fortunatechrisfoss, and chrisfoss1 on the tickety-tockety. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And remember, there'll be a test on these shows on the weekend. And we'll see you guys next time.